This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's my great pleasure to welcome to the studio this morning Rachel Bailey and John Guy Howe from the Broken Heartbreakers. They have a new single that we're going to get the pleasure to share with you this morning, but also shows. Yes, shows. Isn't it a wonderful thing to be able to talk about at level two? Um, Maureen, good to have both of you with us. Thanks for coming in. Good morning, Jeff. Maureen and Jeff, how are you? Um, we're just thinking about this uh, eight years ago since uh, I first had a conversation with, uh, with you uh, and... We got to share, I think, some live-to-air music with uh, ORFM Awesome Morning Show listeners, right? We did. We did. Uh, I think we did a live-to-air at that that time. We were promoting a um, Christmas Melancholia a show at Carrie's Bay with Nadia and Nadia Reed and Flora Knight. I think, um, and we had a three-month-old baby in the in the waiting room, and That's she's right. just turned eight. That's right. That's Jean. Good morning, Jean. Yeah, bit of water under the bridge since then, right? Absolutely. Um, including, let's uh, put it out on the table, a bit of time that I spent with the band, um, uh, getting ready to um, put the songs together to record the album How We Got To Now, which was uh, released in 2015, and we did a bit of a tour around that. Mm. That's right. Now, that's our last, last musical release. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. 2015 mm. is some time ago. Um, mm. What's been happening in the interim John uh, in the interim I think it's just been we've focused been focusing on other stuff really it's um we've been doing family stuff and I was sort of reflecting on that time that's passed and when I think when you're kind of doing something for the long haul you know um what's a few years here and there you know if you're just in it for life and you just make music when it feels right and we're we're coming up for air now and we're ready to to um you know make music a bit more of a focus yeah interesting um decision that isn't it because it is easy to um to to, to crash and burn and for mm. music to be left behind uh, mm. for you not to be able to find time for it um, but it's in your blood right rachel uh yeah absolutely i think we always knew that we'd be coming back to uh writing again and I mean I, I never stress about that kind of thing I sometimes songs are there sometimes they're not sometimes you're just really busy in life and I think that's also for me as a songwriter it's really important to just be in life um, you know I'm not kind of swimming above it and um, yeah just the time is right now for well in the last kind of 18 months or so just writing more um we have um i guess a new group of people around us in in the band um that things have just fallen into place and um yeah we're just kind of swimming with the tide and yeah uh, you maintained a presence on the the live music scene in the meantime largely yeah. stepping out as a duo um for for some time um, that's right uh, because why um, because bands are really hard. <laughs> we, um, our preferred format is always playing with other musicians, but um, you know, it just uh, it is, as you know, Jeff, quite a quite a logistical um, effort to corral four or five plus people and have regular rehearsals and and um, performances and so on. So, um, you know, we the duo thing we we do like, and it's a, it's it's a thing we will 
continue to do but certainly bands we we love playing in bands and we're just lucky enough to have a good group of people around us well let's talk about the band we've had a couple of opportunities to see you in performance now i think the most recent uh, and uh, largest of those gigs was when you played with nadia reed and her band mm. uh, what a great night that was yeah. uh, tell us about the new band uh, the new band is Craig Monk is on second electric guitar and viola. Uh, Paul McLennan Kissel, um, who people might know from Julian Temple Band, entire alphabet, he's on drums, and Angus McBride is on bass. Angus play, also plays in Estorangu. Um, and yeah, um, thankfully they all live pretty much about maybe 100 metres from each other we're only so about a 200 meter radius <laughs> so we just call the band blow the band conch when it's time for band practice well that deals with one of those logistical issues you were talking <laughs> exactly, about Tom. Yeah. um so uh, one of the things that has started to happen again for you is writing and rach you mentioned that that sometimes that, that that drifts away and then it comes back again um can you put your finger on anything that uh that got the creative juices flowing again in terms of your writing um, well, for me, writing is usually walking, um, and I, I spend quite a lot of time walking to and from work. I have recently uh, finished working, so that gives a bit more opportunity for writing. I think just having um, being able to kind of let the subconscious kind of flow, um, having a bit more time um, has kind of meant a bit more writing. Um, and the single that we're going to um, share this morning is something that we wrote last year during lockdown. It was something that it, it kind of sat with me for a while prior to the lockdown, but during those lockdown walks it was something that just kept on resonating and that's when we finished that. I think that will be a good opportunity to, to listen to it now and then we can okay. come back and have a chat further. Um, tell us what you can about the song. Uh, the song is called We're All Looking Up and it's a song that I wrote um, thinking about our friends. We, we, we live in North East Valley um, and, you know, pretty much everyone there has this view of kapuka tamahaka and... Um, looking up at this mountain is was such a focal during the lockdown and I was thinking about all the different people who were there. Um, so there are specific people in there. Some names have been changed, some haven't. <laughs> um, and um, it's just that sense of um, all going through this shared experience. Weirdly, um, just as we announced the tour for this, the very next day the whole country went into level four lockdown. So, I mean... We're not using it as a marketing tool, but the song certainly has a particular resonance and our um, recording of the single got um, postponed because of it. So this is hot off the presses. Literally um, over the weekend. Over the weekend we've kind of, we've finished this. So um, it'll be kind of, uh, we're going to be launching it actually Friday week. So this is a sneak peek, Anik. Yeah, global debut. Fantastic. Well, we'll talk about those shows in a minute, but let's. This is exciting. Let's have a listen. The Broken Heartbreakers. We're all looking up. Thank you. 
Broken Heartbreakers were all looking up. The first time ever broadcast and uh, it's such a fascinating process to watch uh, John Howell and Rachel Bailey tune into that because it's a preliminary mix, of course. And uh, so, you know, the musicians and you going, right, we're going to tweak that a little bit. <laughs> Just so nice to be able to hear um, any of your mixes on different uh, sound systems. So be able to hear it on the OR system it gave us a few ideas but yeah. you know we're, we're 95 percent there so it's we're happy tell us about the circumstances of its recording uh, we recorded the song at te korokoro o te tui which is the recording studio at otago university in the school of performing arts um an absolutely uh, amazing uh studio incredible space incredible facilities and we recorded it uh, with stephen steadman engineering um, just over, yeah, we just, as we said, just uh, 
final touches over the weekend and a couple of little tweaks to come but um, we're really delighted with um, the space with with uh, Stephen and with the whole process it's been really really pleasant Rachel um you know, for those who are familiar with the Broken Heartbreakers uh, canon, as it were, um, there's seldom been such an you know an obviously fantastic single. I mean, you obviously <laughs> don't write them that way, but it is you know that's mm. the song has been latched onto. You just have to have been at any of the performances that you've uh, trotted it out mm. at, and mm. there is a vibe there, isn't there? Um, look, there really is. I kind of I've. I think you know other songwriters will know this. You know sometimes things just kind of come and you don't feel like they're they're yours. You know you, the, the, these things just kind of come when you're a bit of a conduit. And I feel like yeah, this is I don't know. I've written a pop song, and um, yeah, for us as you say, that's something a little bit different. And yeah, people have really reacted to it at the live performances. It's incredibly fun to play. It's like a runaway train, actually, in live performances. We start at one tempo and we end up at another. Um, but that's just the kind of power and the, the, the drive of it. So we're really trying to... I don't think we've ever actually released a single before. We, we, we've we just tended to operate on, here's the next album. We And yeah, we... Yeah, this is kind of new for us. Uh, I have a theory about why you wrote a pop song. Okay. Two words, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Well, that is actually, (laughs) there is some truth to this. (laughs) There's been a lot of Taylor Swift in our lives, uh, gratefully and thankfully over the last few years. Yeah, not so much at the moment. But, um, Mm. you know, I do actually think she's a pretty amazing songwriter, um, prolific certainly um and i have kind of analyzed some of her songs and thought what the heck is going on like why why is this so goddamn catchy um so you know there may have been some deconstruction of certain songs (laughs) (laughs) watch out for the lawsuit to follow no (laughs) um so look um thank you so much for sharing it with us uh and it's a powerful song it's powerful enough in fact to have informed the 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 imagery around the promotion for Mm. the tour that Mm. you have planned and of Mm. course uh, the tour that you have uh, planned is not the tour that you will be delivering and that's for obvious reasons yeah we you know as you said we announced our tour it was a, I think a seven or eight date tour including Auckland Waiheke Island we were very much looking forward to to that um, and we've we've had to postpone those shows it's pretty hard to reschedule I think in this environment so many people are affected by this we're thankful that we here in the South Island can go ahead so we are playing in Port Chalmers the Pioneer Town Hall Friday week the 15th of October that's our first show Um, and then the following weekend um, we are going to be playing in Wellington we obviously postponed our uh, other North Island shows and then we're back here we're going to be playing in our community at um, North East Valley at Namara Hall and we really wanted to have a community event so the song is about our community there and lots of us and lots of our friends have got kids and they don't get to go to gigs and it's really hard with babysitters so it's a matinee show Um, it's Halloween so it's four o'clock at Namara Hall which is the hall attached to Sacred Heart School Um, and it's an all ages show there's going to be, you know, some fizzy drink um, and um, scones maybe. Um, and we would encourage children to dress up if they want to because oh, nice it idea. is Halloween. Um, and then we've got a couple of shows in November at the Grain Store Gallery in Aomaru, one of which is a high tea. 
um, with a musical performance in the in the afternoon. All right, tickets for those shows? Uh, under the radar for all of those shows. The Wellington show, probably not many of our listeners are going to be picking those up there at Mosh Ticks, but the rest under the radar will have those tickets. Um, just finally, uh, John, um, enjoy the experience of being back in the studio. I loved it. It was just, um, I, I, it's one of those places where you look up and three or four hours have passed and you're just um, totally in the flow and in the zone and it's, it's one of my happy places. So yeah, it was really great. And so the plan would be to spend a bit more time there, presumably over the next year. That is the plan. We do intend to have release an album uh, next year. Um, so uh, if we're in a position to get back into that studio, we would love to. Yeah. Well, uh, John, Hal and Rachel Bailey, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on Orifem's Awesome Morning Show. The Broken Heartbreakers, the, uh, we're all looking up abbreviated New Zealand tour with those dates that Rachel's mentioned and that fabulous new single to carry along the way um, and very brave and um, of you to share that with us when I know there's still some <laughs> little tweaks to be done it's so fascinating watching the both of you while it was being played here on RFM <laughs> I'm sure everyone enjoyed it um, get out there and enjoy and sh- uh, support these shows won't you everybody uh, they're going to be rather special and for different reasons um, and I'm sure the North East Valley community will love to come together in the Marah on the 31st uh, the Port Chalmers uh, crowd plus those who love travelling out there for the Pioneer Hall on Friday the 15th to get out there and support it thanks both of you for joining us thanks Thank you. Jeff this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air